You know what they say, the eighth time's the charm. They don't say that. And on that note, hello everybody and welcome back to the Warp Lords podcast. My name is Mike Danger Votor. I am your host, your your snorkly boy, and your wonderful DM. This week we once again are jumping back into the Fractured World story. We jump back onto the planet Nubla where our players are searching for a relic and are stuck on a boat. This week I'm joined by Mike, Jared, Graham, and Dylan. Why don't you guys uh, go ahead, tell me who you're playing, and then let's uh, talk about what happened last week. Yeah, I'm. Uh, my name's Mike, and uh, I play uh, Mr. G, uh, who has a very memorable and challenging voice-to-voice, and uh, it's news to me that the plan is called Nub Love. I didn't know that. Yes. Uh, I am... <laughs> <laughs> hey, bruh. Uh, yeah, I, I'm Jared, playing uh, Johnny Law, everyone's favorite guy, bird. And it's currently over 100 degrees here, where, uh, here in Texas. I, I mean, you're in Texas. Does it ever go under? I mean, it's the entire state is, is, uh, it's a desert. You're, it's just There's a no hot trees. pocket. There's no, it's hot pockets. Yeah. <laughs> God damn. I wish I could play hot pockets on the recorder. Oh, wait. No, I know this one. No, no, you are don't. No, are, are you thinking of hot no. crossed? <laughs> Fuck. That's hot crossed buns, not hot pockets. Hot crossed pockets. <laughs> I was hot crossed pockets. Yeah. Anyway, te- Tejas. So you, you know how we were going to get it right this week, Jared? What? You, you fucked it up. No, I didn't. You nailed it. Uh, I didn't say anything that had anything to do with what happened in the previous session. Oh, no, I was talking about the recorder. No, Dude, that's if you're going to try to tell me not to play recorder, like, that's just not going to happen. I'm not going to not play the recorder. <laughs> it's sitting right here. It, it, it very it's much does calling. not have to be sitting right there. <laughs> Hey man, I just leave it how let it let it lie how it lies. Just leave it how it lies. <laughs> okay, fine. Uh I'm I'm Graham and I play Dennis, and the name of the planet is actually also news to me. <laughs> Alright, I gotta gotta cool it cool it with those ones. My turn. Yep. Okay. I'm Dylan. I play Fujiwara Seibei, who nobody can seem to pronounce my name. Can you please enunciate that name more? Fujiwara Seimei. Fujiwara cool. Seimei? I'm going to continue to not say that. Yeah. <laughs> Wait, hold on. <laughs> I, can you made. do it one more time? Fujiwara Seimei. Wait, are you saying... Fuji water say Fuji water. Man. Fuji. <laughs> Why would he be saying Fuji water that? say my name? Why would he be saying that? <laughs> Fuji water say my name. No, no, I, I got say you. Say my name. <laughs> W-A-R-A. Japanese language does not have the back of the throat American R sound. Fuji water say me. There you Fuji go. You got it. Say your name. <laughs> Fuji water say me. Okay. Okay, you got it. You got it. Fujiwata Seine. I feel like this is in some way racist. 
Fujiwara say I'm trying to like think of how I would American Fujiwara. <laughs> Fujiwara right, say it. my name. <laughs> I want to get it right. I just okay. Fujiwara. So it's really funny because I definitely thought I pointed out the name of the planet to you guys at this point, given the fact that you guys have a map that says the name of the planet on it. We have a map. Yeah, you guys. Uh, Bonsai gave you guys a uh, gave uh, gave a town map to you guys. Who's hiding the Who's fucking hiding the goddamn Sil- map? Silver has it, so <laughs> Silver, he's the one who has it, so he could bring it out at any shit. point. Danger! This might come as a surprise to you, but I don't remember you sending me any sort of map. <laughs> you posted it in a the map? group, I think. I mean, I it's it been a long time since I sent the map over to you guys. Yeah, it's but... been a minute. I actually yeah. do recall now. Also, do I you remember have Gary's character? Sheet? I don't remember the name. No, I don't. And once again, <laughs> I will send him straight into that ocean you guys are in right now if you don't have it. I have it. It's just fun to do every single time. Is it? it I mean, for me. Oh, is it one of those old. jokes? They're where, like, it gets funnier every year. So, uh, what happened last week, guys? Who wants to tell me about that? We were on a boat, dude. There was a fucking, there was a, there was a table, <laughs> spider on the back of the neck. Hawaiian shirts, dude. That's that's the session. There was Nailed a spider it. on the back of a neck. Hawaiian shirts. <laughs> I was trying to go for like a surreal recap. I liked it. <laughs> Here are the points that Johnny's Surrealism. able to remember. <laughs> <laughs> Can string uh, these mis- these couple points along. Mister G tried to build some things and then kind of built a thing, and then he was told that he needed to go catch or do something about this spider, and then he failed to catch a spider. Oh, yeah, you sucked ass at that. (laughs) I broke a table with my sword. (laughs) Yeah. And caught the spider. And caught the (laughs) spider. Dude, somebody call it I was leaving that open for Dylan to talk about how he overkilled that spider, but... The spider is still intact. That's what this giant ice spike was for. It was a precise and calculated amount of kill. Well, that's... We weren't trying to keep the table. I didn't care about the table. I wanted to stop the spider from getting away and also keep it in one piece, and I succeeded. I mean, the logic there is sound, guys. And the execution was also sound. It just happened to break the table right as soon as you guys started eating dinner. I mean, the real tragedy is that it all landed on Johnny's super dope shirt. It's true. He had that really nice, uh... God, what did we decide the style was last time? Uh, it's Magnum Bird Guy. (laughs) <laughs> Magnum P.I. Magnum outfit. Bird Guy. I don't know if you'd have two of those shirts. I don't think you would. Well, a coin would know. So, yeah, no, he's only got the he's only got one Magnum P.I. shirt. <laughs> yeah, I mean those were the options, but sadly the coin. Yeah, only the Did one. Did the coin agree with me that you have one? Yeah, it's only yeah, the good. One. I mean, Magnum had more than one awesome shirt. Okay, and he's not Magnum P.I. Now, can we call it Tagnum? Uh, Wait, no. Talon, he's like it. he's like Magnum is he, is he Bird Tal- guy. Talon said Selig. Nah, eh, he's not. That's a bit of a reach. I mean, sometimes you got to go for it, though. You never. I know. mean, yeah, like you can't you can't hold back. Can't, can't get mad at him for trying. That could have been the funniest joke or the the dumbest joke. Sometimes <laughs> you just gotta reach out. You know, let her fly. We found a toad behind the brewery, and he hangs out with us every night when we're closing. Wait, is this real life? This is real life, and we named him Toady Keith, and that was a great See, name. See, that one is <laughs> yeah, fantastic. That That's good. Yeah. 
That's so great. I was trying to roll with that, dude. Tony Keith's the man. He See, like, I have no this. problem with you trying. It just didn't work. It's cool. Yeah, last time I saw Tody Keith, he tried to come in the building. And, like, we had to be oh, careful opening the door so we didn't squish Tody Keith. And we had to put him back where he where he belongs off of the uh, the area where the door opens. But, yeah, that that's the story about Tody Keith. It was a good one. It's a good story. <laughs> uh, is there a chapter two to the Tody Keith saga? Yeah, then Tody Keith came up with $5 and they gave him a beer. And then he became a real boy. I'm really afraid it's going to be, like, a tragic ending. I think that the people will probably want to tune in next week to figure out like the next step of Toadie Keith. Where is Toadie yeah. Keith? That's the only reason people are here is is this. Yeah. I mean, yep. Toadie. Speaking of face. other other reasons, people might be here. Oh yeah, yeah. Recap. Shit, we're doing. Do you guys, right? you guys have anything to add? Oh yeah. Now we're running down to the bottom deck because that's where the spider was headed, and that's where the transmissions uh, were being sent. So. We left, and we're running down to go find the perpetrator. And Billy the bartender. That was his name, right? Yes, it was. <laughs> Minor character with no defined story. Billy Billy the bartender <laughs> was bribed yeah. by a bird. He seemed to be hitting on you. Oh, oh, okay. Right before we finish, though, I do want to tell Jared something I forgot to tell him. Um, I've oh, yeah? I started utilizing, I've started utilizing your catchphrase behind the bar. I've been telling people that their beer choices are a marvelous idea, <laughs> but I don't overuse it. I, I use it every that once in a while. a marvelous idea. Especially when there's someone who doesn't speak English very well, and they'll be like, oh, there was this lady yesterday, she was pointing at beers, and she was like, I want hibiscus, and then I go, oh, that's a marvelous idea. <laughs> oh. Yeah. Okay. No, that's great, man. I'm happy to hear <laughs> I mean, to be honest, that saying is just in itself is a marvelous idea. It was a marvelous idea. It was a marvelous catchphrase. A marvelous one. All right. But anyway, they're done. So to kind of set the scene, you guys are currently uh, running a from boat. the top deck. You have just gone down. You are at the first of the four floors of uh, rooms. So essentially you're on like the fourth floor down. That's where we left off. So, tell me what order you're running in. Tell me what order you guys are heading down. Because you could fit maybe, like, two abreast running through these hallways. Before it was a little bit easier for you to just kind of all freeform run as a group. Now it has to be a little bit more organized. I would probably be running towards the front. If not, like, in the front row, then the one behind it. Okay. I think that I will be uh, precisely one step behind Mr. G as he kind of is the tank in this party. He takes the hits, so we're gonna let him go one step ahead of <laughs> one Not step the ahead. tank, but does take all the hits. It's because of the cargo pants, man. <laughs> I can hold a lot of defensive things in those cargo pants. Um, I think Mr. G left the room first, so yeah, you on his it. way down. Yeah, on on his way down, he would take the uh, box of imagination and uh, use its armor um, form to armor himself. Did you have, you and, just had that on you? Oh, yeah. No, he brought all his stuff with him. So if we can go to a breast, then it would probably make most sense for G and Fuji to be at the front since, uh. Yeah. That makes sense. And then Silver and Dennis are going to be in the back then. Yeah. I'm not in any particular rush and I like Silver a lot. So that's fine. How far back are you, Dennis? Are you, are you like really far back? 
I'm not strolling, but <laughs> yeah, like silver is a little either. bit behind you just because he's short and has child legs. <laughs> yeah, and then Dennis is a little bit further behind that because he's not quite running. Hey, the suit does not get running. He's selling the effort that he's putting into it. I would like to point <laughs> out, like a like a brisk power walk. Yeah, yeah, it's the most effective form of travel. Oh, dude, so he looks like a suburban mom. People in suits don't run. They just walk quickly. Yeah. Usually yelling on a cell phone to buy or sell something. I have important places to be, but I'm important enough that those places can wait for me. (laughs) (laughs) Is that a poem? I mean, it is now. I don't think so. (laughs) It's Wall Street Dr. Seuss. (laughs) Cool. So you guys are booking it down the hallway. First, First floor of rooms. Everybody make me sense checks. Mm, gotta use the scent dice. Oh, blackjack. Nice. Dude, also blackjack. It will never fail me. Blackjack. Big fail. Oh. Big fail. Uh, I gotta, I gotta pass, but pass. not a blackjack. Cool. And let me just roll for silver and Kenny. That's a fail. That's Wait, a pass. What was your, what was your question, Jared? I was gonna say, is there a thing for like when an entire party of people all blackjack on a sense roll? Uh, I don't think we've ever had that happen, so. I'm pretty sure we have. But what if it It wouldn't be often, though? Yeah, I think it happened, it's, it has to have happened at least once. Probably when there was only like two people in the party. Maybe. Can we call it like a Blake Jake and then decide what it is later? (laughs) Why don't we call it a a Jack Black? It's a Blake Jake! (laughs) Like, (laughs) why don't we, why don't we table this and figure it out when that actually happens? Yeah, exactly. But for now, it's just a blackjack. I do like the idea of giving a certain type of benefit if all of you blackjack a roll. I'm Blake absolutely Jake. into that. We will figure out what that is when we cross that bridge. <laughs> it's never gonna happen. When, when we meet Jake Blake. <laughs> was Jack Black. No, it's Jake Blake. Jake Blake, yeah. It's his younger brother. Like it's Jake Blake. <laughs> I think that's a different last name. Yeah. That Anyway. No, it's this, it's the same last name, he just pronounces it differently. (laughs) Jacques Black. (laughs) So you guys have been running for like a pretty considerable amount of time going from the restaurant straight down through the casino, straight down through the lounge and then into now the rooms. The ship feels a lot emptier than you remember it being. People with blackjacks, you hear a couple of sets of footsteps on this floor. You can't quite place where they are, but they seem to be on the other side of this floor, because it's a pretty big floor with a couple of different hallways that kind of lead around. Same and G, you guys are running up. You know you have to take a right, and you take a right to go through a hallway to get to the other side where the other down staircase is. So basically, you have to run from one corner of the floor to the other, you guys are booking it down the hallway. Kenny uh, Kenny and Johnny are right behind you, keeping tail. And then Silver's running, and you just hear Silver shout, Oh no! Dennis, watch out! And Dennis, I need you to make a dodge roll. Opposed then, right? Yep. Opposed yep, okay. with, what's your sense? Stat? Uh, three. Three? Uh, subtract three from your roll. Okay. Uh, nine. Ouch. (laughs) Just as you're kind of 
briskly turning the corner and out of the hallway, a black robed figure tackles you and you are now grappled up against the, uh, up against the wall of the boat. <laughs> you take one wound. That's fine. Uh, can I use, can I use a speech skill against this? Absolutely. Before you do, I'm just gonna say the other thing that happens. The robe, it's all black with those red pinstripes on them. Eight black legs appear out of this person's back, like out of the robe itself, and also kind of pierce around to, uh, bind you there. Okay. No thanks. Uh, so I'm not, I'm gonna use argue then. Okay. Which is charisma, rank, plus intelligence. What are you arguing? It's versus willpower, correct? Yeah. Should be. It sure is. Uh, well, argue is just I can use it to convince someone about something, so I'm not necessarily arguing I would like to hear what you say to this person grappling you. (laughs) Yeah, oh yeah. Dude, here I was thinking this was going to be a banana peel. You're like, roll... And I was like, ah, dude, it's gonna be a banana peel, I know it. <laughs> it could still it be a bones. banana peel. <laughs> there could be a banana peel somewhere in that robe. This is what they look like when you leave them for long enough. <laughs> oh god. I'm just gonna be like, pretty, pretty nonchalant. I'm not gonna seem particularly worried about this weird spider thing. I'm just like, hey, maybe unhand me. Yeah, roll for it. This thing does not answer you. Oh, no. No, no. Yeah. It it doesn't have to answer. It's just going to do what I tell it to, because I'm awesome. Uh, and because I exploded twice. Uh, which means... You roll four dice now, don't you? I do, because I have Demagogue. This thing's fucked. You should have just told it to jump off the boat. <laughs> we don't know it's a bad guy yet. It could be useful. I'm not going to tell it, hey, just go kill yourself, please. Yeah, it might just be a really aggressive hugger. Like, you never know. <laughs> yeah. I can hug you with eight arms. All the more arms to hug you with. If one of the if one of the demagogue explosions explodes, do I roll two again, or is it just one? Yes. It's still two. Okay. Yeah. Okay. I mean, like, you can stop adding and just tell me your total now. <laughs> no, that's okay. Like, I, I am curious about the grand total. Uh, so if the explosion of an explosion explodes, do I roll yes. two? Oh my god, dude. Okay. Luckiest dice roller in the world. I have... Dude, you're like Blake Jake four in the I had a single what? I don't think you've had a single argue attempt that hasn't exploded at least once. He's good at arguing, bro. Yeah. I get, I get to roll four. I have a B charisma. Alright, I stopped exploding. Alright, cool. I stopped exploding. It's an interesting sentence. <laughs> uh, what do we add to it? Intelligence, okay. Uh, that's a 105. Jesus. <laughs> <laughs> Holy shit. <laughs> 75 total XP, three digit roll. That's so fucking good. I love it. I mean, demagogue is broken. I mean, yeah. Since I've weaponized speech, it's it's literally Kusanagi again, but maybe worse. <laughs> I mean, it doesn't do increased damage. True, but... That's the difference, you know. A lot of the roles for socialite stuff are tied to if you win, like, that's it. Instead of you need to hit, like, a threshold, it's essentially just as good. It has it has human arms. Like, you are being grappled with the human arms, and now uh-huh. the spider legs on top of it. 
the human arms let go, the spider legs uh, try and almost retract and kind of like shudder and weaken for a moment, uh-huh. but they do retain their grasp, uh, seemingly from some other means other than the figure in front of you. Okay. You have a brief moment where it's strength is a little bit weakened if you want to try and break free. Is it attacking me or just it's holding me? you there? I yeah, I won't fight yet. We'll see. Okay. Can't help but notice you didn't let go of me. You just hear like moaning and grunting underneath the like mask underneath this hood. Just a <laughs> You look down and you notice that the skin is a little bit grayed on the humanoid form. Okay. Can I can I move my arms at all? Your arms are good. You're pinned. Okay. One arm is at your throat, kind of holding your head up. Two are pressed into your shoulders, like right underneath your collarbone. And then your torso and your legs are kind of bound as well. With a surprising amount of force from just the points of these little spider arms. Can I pull the hood off? You can try. Yeah, I'll do that. Opposed strength. Okay. Oh, uh-oh. 18. That's comically closer than you'd expect, by the way. 19. Oh, I have an E. Uh, you do not manage to pull the hood off, no. <laughs> <laughs> All of you hear this commotion around the corner. You all are able to act. I will run back around. Yeah. Uh, Silver at this point has run up. Same A, you see in Silver's hand a blade made entirely out of darkness appear out of nowhere. He just pulls it out of thin air. And it's about a bastard sword size made entirely out of darkness. Interesting. Okay. Can I move up and touch this thing that's holding Dennis? Yeah, I mean, like, it would take you a move action, but you can get up into its range with one move action. Cool. I'm going to uh, go up to it, just touch it with one hand, and Uh activate a heightened Thurisaz rune to stun this thing. Okay. And I'm rolling agility or willpower on this, out of curiosity. It's agility to, like, avoid me touching it. Right. Okay, I'll have it avoid. That makes the most sense. So you walk up and you try and touch this thing as Silver's Mm -hmm. kind of running up on it as well. What'd you get? 33. So you see the robed figure look over at you, and you just see a dark dome of black look at you, and you see nothing behind it. It's fully obscured. As you try and touch it, the leg retracts up, and then it comes down to try and attack you. Please make me an opposed roll to dodge, block, whatever you would like to do. Uh, Do I have to do anything in this engagement? Since I'm kind of there? You can try and assist. No, no, I mean, like, is is the attack, do I have to dodge anything? No, you don't have to dodge. It's holding you in place. No, I know that. I'm saying, like, with Dylan attacking, though. Like, residual damage or anything. No, 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 no. Okay. I'm assuming it's just, like, kicking back at him after he tried to grab it, right? Yeah. It's trying to take, like, one stab at it. The Algae's rune that I activated last week, which I imagine is, like, a glowing kite shield formed around the rune floating around me, automatically moves to block. You got it. So it's rolling a block with your magic, correct? Yes. Tell me what you got. 41. (laughs) Yeah, it's not a 41. 
It's got like a slight purplish hue to it on the outline and it's invisible in the center. And you just see the like bright purple uh, rune glowing in the center. It floats up to just immediately match the spider leg as soon as it reaches back and tries to hit you in the face. It blocks it within like an inch of your face. Shield just gets right in front of it. Boom. Blocked. Mm. Uh, Silver runs up on it from the opposite angle and he tries to chop at a couple of the legs here. Are the um are the legs like touching the ground? The ones that come out of his back, like the spider legs, or are they just like all of the spider legs thing, coming right? out of his back are binding Dennis to the wall? Oh, okay, cool. So it's his just, like, his human, human legs, legs are the ones yeah. on the ground. Well, while this is all happening, G does snap around and he's got his rifle trained on this thing. Can he see it from where he was, or you can see it? Basically, all of the action is right around the corner that you just booked it from. So I so I can see it, yeah. You can find a good angle for it, but you just got to move a, a little bit. Not a move action yeah. worth. So Mr. G's like at the distance he was and he just snapped around with his rifle and he's got it trained, but he's kind of like looking for a shot, but there is nothing because a bunch of his buddies are. Yeah, there's a lot of people in, in the shit at the moment. Yeah, he's kind of he's he's kind of just like figuring out what to do right now. Uh, is there any room for police brutality up in here? <laughs> you think there might brutality. be some. There's a there's an opening. Cool. So you see Silver run up, and he takes that sword that's just cloaked in darkness. He swipes at two of the legs, and he cuts through. And you just hear this thing groan and groan. It sounds a bit muffled and restrained as it groans in pain. Johnny Law, you have room. Okay, cool. Uh, Johnny's gonna rush at the thing. Uh pulling out his comically oversized police baton yep, um, and issue some of his own uh, brutality in the mix. Alrighty. Can he do that so without hitting anyone accidentally? Actually, fuck it. <laughs> Famous last words. <laughs> <laughs> I think Stanson might have one more hit point left. <laughs> uh, I have two. He'll be fine. I was going to say, he's only dealt one. He hasn't yeah. done much. Oh, sick. A nine and an eleven. Oh, wow. <laughs> and another nine. You gain a bonus to this roll in which you never forget. <laughs> uh, so 29 with just dice. Uh, but hold on. I think that I add something with my baton. It's been a minute since I've actually used it. Plus five. So 29 plus five. You don't add the agility to this, do you? No. It's 29 plus five, so it's 34. Yeah, 34. Uh, yeah, that's going to hit. Just oh, barely, sick. but you hit. So Johnny runs at him with his comically oversized police baton to issue his brutality as a, some like lightning courses down it and uh, it issues its stun perk on impact. Yeah. So you run up and this, uh, this thing looks more interested in trying to keep a hold of Dennis than it is really defending itself. It's retaliates at everyone that comes around it, but there's so many people now coming at it from different angles. You hit him kind of in the rib cage from the side that he's not looking at. He's focused at Silver right now because Silver just chopped two of his legs off. And you hit him right in the rib cage. You see the blue crackling electricity course over the robes. And you actually see a little bit of the form underneath. You see a little bit of the veins, arteries underneath. You notice that this figure is definitely human. Or at least humanoid. That's good, because I was expecting it to be humanoid. If it was something else, I would be very surprised. Yeah, that's fair. How many uh, How many wounds do you deal on that hit, by the way, Johnny? Just one? Um, 
As far as I know, it only deals one wound. And he is stunned for two actions? Okay, stun baton stuns enemies for one AP on a successful hit. It's two meters long. Yeah, no, you're good. it's designed for use of large creatures. At this point, Mr. G, you're kind of aiming up your sights, and your companion backed off for a moment as you see this figure, you know, get electrocuted. Did I... Did I notice that it's like that it is humanoid and has the gray skin and doesn't seem to like talk at all? You're not sure if it's not talking to your companions. You can't quite make out anything it's saying and everything that you hear from it sounds muffled. You would be able to notice the gray skin on his forearms when he was holding Stanson up. And that's kind of about it from where you're at. Just because you're still a little bit farther away. G kind of thinks that this sounds a lot like what Bonsai was talking about when he was talking about the crystals and how there's these people that walk around um, with no soul left in them. Um, And then he drops his rifle where it's like hanging from the sling and he quickly grabs uh, one of those uh, capture spheres that he has. Um, But this is a capture sphere he's received recently. He's going to throw the sandcastle thing, also known as Sander right now, and um, he's going to throw that at this Colonel guy, Sanders. like kind of at the base of his feet, uh-huh. <laughs> and then release it. Um, does that go well? Or Oh, I yeah. So I'm, I'm not going to make you roll for it. You can you kind of like Kobe it up. Yeah. You all see a capture sphere land right by this guy's feet as you're all engaged directly around him, and you hear the... As the ball opens and releases, and suddenly you all see uh, that sandcastle kind of stand up underneath this guy, uh, and it's just moving its ever-moving sand around him. And then you see the big open mouth, the big central dome with the gemstones in it, uh, and then the two towers come up out of the side there. He's going to tell this thing to take its like individual sand particles and just completely envelop this guy and try to just restrain him. Yeah. yeah. Like, instantly, off the bat, when you kind of tossed him down there, he didn't really have much of a choice but to spring up like that anyway. So, yeah, absolutely, he's on it. Doesn't seem to take much. Uh, can you have him make me a strength roll, please? Opposed, Opposed, right? yes, please. Oh, snap, that's an explosion. I was I was thinking I was going to roll sh- like shit, like I always do. But, and I add my strength to this, right? Uh, yes. So that's a 27. 27? Yeah, that's gonna, that's gonna do the thing. Oh yeah, absolutely. This thing just like grapples him and wraps him up. He is, he is like in a quicksand trap that is just there. He can't move. So G's just gonna, um, as soon as that happens, G's gonna say, Hey guys, um, try to, I think this is one of those, those, uh, soulless beings that, uh, that Bonsai was talking about. I, I think he's restrained. We should, I, I I think we should try something here. And then G doesn't really know what to do next. Like, he's got the crystals, but he doesn't really know how he would put the soul back in. Mm-hmm. Um, does he still have... Do, do What happened to Boots' possessions? All of Boots' possessions were given to Rex. Were given to Rex? Yeah. Oh. He said that he was going to put him back on the ship because he felt that was the only thing right that he could do in the situation. All of his possessions were returned to their rightful owners because all of his possessions were stolen from other No, people. he had, like, three <laughs> things that were his own. 
Danger? Yeah. Blackjack intelligence check. Uh, does hearing soulless beings spark anything in in my knowledge? Oh, yeah. Uh, this whole fucking thing oh, feels yeah. pretty weird. Especially the spider leg thing that's going on right now with the robed figures. Sounds a lot a bit like what happened with you meeting up with your dad for the first time in 10 years and being thrown through a portal and suddenly being here. Seems familiar. Hmm. Would I have any idea how to, like, work with this? Since, you know, blocking spirits into an object is kind of something that I do. <laughs> Make me a magic check, dog. Four out of nine. Four out of nine. Mr. G, do you, uh, do you take out the crystals? Do you just pull them out? Or you just are you thinking more hypothetically at this point? Just like yeah, thinking G's, out loud. G's gonna actually ask Johnny for his, uh, he's gonna turn to Johnny and say, Oh, Johnny, hand me your, uh, hand me your, or throw me your energy pistol. Uh, nah. <laughs> why, 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 why do you want my gun? Do you have a license there, young man? I, I have an idea. You gotta, you gotta throw it to me. Uh, you, you think this is the first time someone's tried to take a police officer's gun away? <laughs> Uh, this is literally taught to us in the class number one. Is there, why do you need my gun? I, I have an idea. There's no, no time to explain. And then G. Okay, hold on. I'm going to flip the coin. I'm going to flip the coin here. Oh, God. <laughs> seems pretty reasonable. I got to say, uh, I'm not comfortable giving you my gun. <laughs> so at this point, Mike, Mr. G has met up with everybody. G's gonna take, he's gonna take the crystal. Yeah. And one of the, he's gonna take the crystals out and then he's gonna try to like attach the crystal to the gun, like his rifle. Cause Johnny wouldn't give me his, his, give him the energy pistol. <laughs> yeah. He's gonna try to like filter the energy that comes out of the rifle through the crystal as like kind of an injection. Like he's thinking like maybe if I like in, find a way to imbue the soul of this crystal into the energy beam, I can like put the soul back into this person. At this point, Dylan, uh, yeah. yep. Yeah. You kind of see what's happening. You see, you see the crystals there. Uh, you think you'd be able to help. You think you'd be able to use your sword and you might be able to, uh, unseal the soul inside of it, uh, using your sword. Pardon me. Wild, sir. Just, like duct taping shit together. Yeah. Sir. I don't think that's going to work. Oh uh, yeah, I, the what do you, what do you mean? I mean, I work with souls in my studies. I think that I can use my sword to put the soul back in the body. Ah, so it's done with a sword, not a gun. Check. Got it. <laughs> <laughs> so G looks up at that and says uh and and he takes the whole bag and he says uh do, does it does it have to be the right one? I've got a bunch of them. And he kind of, like, dumps the bag out on the floor right in front of him. Because he's already, like, on his knees, like, working with the rifle. And there's 17 different uh dark crystals. Actually, there's 16, because one of the crystals is uh in Nora's possession. So that's a, uh, another four out of nine magic check. Does it matter which soul I put in? You think that you would be able to do it with any of them? <laughs> but you think for the sake of returning this person's body to the correct body, you could try. 
there's no real way for you to tell what soul is in which one. All of these crystals are identical. So there's no way to, like, meditate on them and, like, feel it out? Some hippie Hold bullshit. on, guys. I have a thought. Johnny's gonna detective sense the, <laughs> the crystals <laughs> and see if he can use his power of, like, seeing the change in things over time to identify which one goes with the body. In danger, while he does that, we're still not at the location that the uh, spider was transmitting to, right? Correct. It, we're still... You are on the first floor of rooms. You still have to get through three floors of uh, rooms to get down to the last level. It's underneath everything. As Johnny says that, G would say, "Well, we don't we don't have a lot of time, though. We still have to. We I know this guy attacked us, but there must be the leader of this group must be farther down. We need to go, but we need we need to do this quickly." Yeah, no, Mister G, that's a good idea. Here, I'll go ahead. I'll go ahead. Um, ah. Uh... Small Kenny, child, come with I me. don't think it's safe for you to... Okay. <laughs> Take the dog with you. That'll be safer than going by yourself. <laughs> you see at this point, Silver goes, Oh no, I'm not alone. And he releases three of his capture spheres. And you see Aura, once again the bipedal blue, black, and brown dog with the dreadlocks. You see Cheech, the big vine mass with the dark bluish-green amalgam of vines with large comical eyes and then the you also see nightwing as well <laughs> the periwinkle blue and gold bat creature with the bulbous spiked tail all of us will be fine catch up as soon as you can and they run ahead a boy and his dog most impressive so what's your detective sense yeah what's your detective sense juice uh that was that was a fail i rolled an 11 which is probably the second worst thing that you could get. <laughs> if I had to rate then. <laughs> Dylan. Yes. Can you roll me 2d12? Or sorry, roll me 3d12 and give me the number. The total or? Total. 23. 23? Oh my god, the number 23. <laughs> It's everywhere. No one's seen that shitty movie. I've, I've seen, seen that it. shitty movie. <laughs> there are five of us, and the majority have seen it. So I've seen it. Checkmate. Is that, like, the point at which Jim Carrey became, like, a fucking crazy conspiracy theorist? That implies he wasn't always that, and he was always that. Was he really? Oh, uh, I don't know. He was always crazy. I thought he was normal, more normal during the liar, liar era. Dude, he's Canadian, but we should move on. <laughs> <laughs> Best explanation ever. He's Canadian. <laughs> move on from it, man. <laughs> Him and fucking Mike Myers, Canadian. bro. Just <laughs> Canadians. So, you all rifle through the crystals uh, for a moment and decide which one you think is probably the best? Sammy, uh, you just just pick one of them that you think will probably work the best. You're not 100% sure anyway. Johnny is of no help to you to tell you what's inside of these. <laughs> it, as the he's box? unable to really garner any more information than you guys have. After a moment of deciding, you pick one. You go ahead and you hold the crystal up to its back. And then you hold your sword to its back. Please make me a magic check. Hang in there, Sander. That is a one out of nine. One out of nine. 
you channel all of your magic power through the sword and try and understand the soul inside of the crystal a little bit more. With a swift strike, you all see the the blade that he's holding glow bright silver and become translucent, and he strikes through the crystal and through the figure itself, and the crystal goes inside of it, and then you see him pull his blade out without the crystal. The skin goes from gray to a greenish, almost a pinkish color at, at the tips. It's a little bit interesting. The body begins to glow a little bit, and all eight of those spider limbs disappear. The robes uh, are still tattered on the end, and the figure is still in the mask, but it begins to float there for a moment, and then drops back down to the ground. What? Wait a minute. What? What? What is? What is happening? This isn't. This isn't my form at all. G sees this guy like come to, uh, or just like come to in general, and he uh, telepathically tells Sander to kind of just dissipate, and he returns him to his uh, capture sphere. Uh, yeah, you pull Sander right back in. The energy surrounds him. All of the sand gets sucked up in. Boop! Ball comes back. And this figure is looking around all of you. Ah, you are the creator's second creations. Um, can you, can you tell me where we are? And at this point, the creature pulls off a helmet and underneath you see just a normal looking human. However, his eyes are huge. They're large blue, essentially just like marbles. And you see two little antennae that are sticking out of it, and they almost look like little, uh, like little bean sprouts coming out of his forehead. And for a human, his skin is like bright green. So not human at all. <laughs> yep. Like humanoid form, but does not look it at all. But does not look like a human. Uh, G says, uh, well, uh, you're, you're, you're on a boat. All right. Where is this boat headed? That's a marvelous question. <laughs> one I hope you have an answer to, friend. One would hope. You, who who are you? This is going to be a little bit difficult to explain to you all. We don't have a lot of time. Please oh, hurry. Oh, good. You uh, sure? I'll I'll be as quick as I can. The sacred beast of darkness had sealed me inside of that crystal. I am not. A person, I am not um, a humanoid, whatever race you call yourself, I am not one of you. I am actually a sacred beast. I'm the sacred beast of time travel. The crystal I was locked inside of, you just put me inside of a, a, a human vessel, so to speak. Does it feel weird talking with human words? I apologize. I was not able to discern which soul belonged to this body. Nope, that is, that's, uh, that's quite alright. I'm hoping that we have a way to maybe reverse it, but I do think I'm going to need my, uh, need the creator's help with that. That's for another time. You said, uh, there's not much time. What exactly do you mean by that? What's happening? Well, G is instantly very interested in the fact that this is a per, like, a, a being of time travel, and he says, uh, well, for you, I mean, the time isn't, really an issue, right? I mean, I... Yes. Just, time, could, uh... Could we just 
backtrack a little bit? Like, can can you just kind of <laughs> back back what? You know what? Why didn't I think of that? Let's try. Huh? I'm a meat sack. <laughs> wow. <laughs> the finger snaps his fingers and everything. That one's not gonna cut it. I, I do apologize. I do not have access to all of my powers anymore without having my original form. But if I put you back in this crystal, could you, or one of these crystals, could you like travel through time? Well, I mean, once again, need the body. Need the body and the crystal to be one, and then I will have my ability to travel back. Maybe we could merge them from here. I don't know. I This is all new to me as well. You still have mm. access to some of your abilities, do you not? I do, but very, very limited. I think that maybe over time I may be able to regain my powers, but that is uncertain. The most important... Pressing question here is how exactly does the time travel work? Can you can you give me a uh, a, a uh, in depth rundown of exactly how how you travel through time? I, I hey, Mister uh... G, I know how much you like to ask complicated questions at terrible times, but it seems that you're asking complicated questions at terrible times. You said we were on a boat, no? I suppose after your business is handled, we will have some time. Maybe we can talk then. But it seems like you need some help at the moment, no? Uh, I suppose so. Well, shall we, how your, your kind say, mosey? Uh, yeah. Let's go. Onward, Mr. G. We're following you. Uh, I, uh, okay, I guess, uh, I, I, I guess it could wait for later, but, uh, yeah, yeah, let's go. And then, uh, G leads toward the, the direction that his device. I would like indicated. to mention as well, uh, Graham, that Dennis was freed the instant that this thing turned. I didn't say yeah, I, so. I kind of figured it seemed. It I seemed thought implied. it was a bit obvious, but I did want to yeah. just mention it given the circumstances. Can I move now that no one's holding me in place? Yes, you can. Oh, whoa. <laughs> also, just I would like to note that when when he introduced himself, I made a charisma check and successfully did not laugh at him saying the "sacred beast of time travel." Good. <laughs> Because that sounded so goofy. It did. <laughs> I just thought I would note now that I did that. I think this turned out better than if we got the right person. <laughs> I mean, Maybe. only time will tell. Hey. So you guys book it. You don't run into another figure on this floor. You head down, and you you hear the sound of footsteps all the way on the other side. It seems like Silver and and Kenny at this point are just walking through going downstairs. Can I have everyone make me opposed agility rolls, please? Uh, sure can. Varies. Oh, yikes. Am I adding anything to this? Uh, no. Just the dice. Don't add agility either? No. Yeah, just the dice. Oh, then uh, 19 for me. 19. Then. G got a 29. Uh, Johnny rolled three eights, so 24. You know what? I'll even let you add eight to it. Hey, four eights. Hey, thirty-two. What was Mister G's again? Twenty-nine. I was hoping I would exactly one up him. It's my favorite thing to do. You exactly one up to me. Exactly 31. one up him is in win by one. <laughs> yeah, yeah, exactly. one up. Okay. Uh, one upsmanship is not is not a good thing to do unless it's exactly one upsmanship. Right. That's that's news to me. 
I blackjacked 13 times today. Be like, oh, that's cool, but I blackjacked 14 times today. If you go up to like 20, it's not cool anymore. (laughs) Yeah. So you guys all book it to the other end. You see the massive horde of Silver's beasts walking down the stairs. You think you guys were able to kind of catch up. Dennis, uh, not not so much. You're a little bit behind everyone because everyone else is in a dead sprint out, on out of here. You don't want to ruin your suit. Yeah, of course not. That would be stupid. You notice that the creature that you are now traveling with uh, does begin to float off of the ground and fly. The robe kind of flowing behind it, and it is able. Does look hmm. like it's starting to get some stuff back. Okay, or at least get, thing? or at least get used to being in a human body for. <laughs> the moment that's interesting so what you're saying is like if we wanted to we could have someone remove our souls and then put it into the body of something more powerful or i mean well that's the direct (laughs) opposite of what happened in this scenario but yes (laughs) yeah i know but you could do the opposite you could do the opposite so like what's like the most gigantic creature that you can think of that exists in real life or just like i don't even know like some sort of like well, I mean, like I assume Colossus. that like old dragons would be like huge, you know. Like when I think about like dragons that have just amassed a ton, like amassed a ton of shit, I assume they kind of grow larger over time and they get to be full grown and they're huge. Biggest so creatures you know, I'd imagine are yeah. that or like titans. There are titans in this universe, but for yeah, another so you time. Know- you know that uh, really gullible dragon from Dragonheart that gave away half his heart to save some like kid, king baby or something? <laughs> just find that one and just convince him. Be like, hey, I need to put my soul into you. Hey, man, I need to save your world and you ain't doing shit about it. Can I take your body for like an hour? You only have a half a heart anyway. <laughs> like you pretty much got nothing to live for. <laughs> I've got clear eyes. I've got a full heart. I can't lose. Jesus Christ. <laughs> Did you not enjoy my... <laughs> Friday Night Lights reference, Graham? Where did that come from? From Friday Night Lights. No, no, but I mean, what? You said uh, you said that he only has half a heart, so I said that you have a oh. full heart. And oh. then I made, Clear I eyes, turned full it hearts, immediately into gotcha. Friday Night Lights strip, because that's what you do. Yeah, Jared Street over here. Uh, so, you guys all run down and you catch up with your uh, allies at the base of the third floor. Yeah. Silver kind of turns around. Um, hey guys, who's oh, that? Hey who is that? Oh, I I don't know who this is. To be honest, oh that was that was Jared asking. That who? was Silver pointing to. Oh, the person with us, the half beast, half human thing that's going on next to you. I was never given a name. Ah, sorry. Um, you can call me Sella. Ah, there it is. I am the sacred beast that controls the flow of time and traveling through it. Your companions here unsealed me from a crystal and put me into one of your fleshy human bodies. That is what's happening here, fleshy human child. Oh, oh, uh, uh, all right then. Wow. I didn't, I didn't know that that was a thing, but it's really cool that I get to meet a, a sacred beast as powerful as you. Wow, this is this is a lot. And then Silver just kind of stands there for a moment. You see all of Silver's sacred beasts all turn, and they all kind of <laughs> bow their heads at Sela when they turn. Oh. And what what does uh, Sela actually look like right now? Just like a plain-looking human? 
Imagine a human with uh, green skin. Oh. It's like Roger Clump. Is that his name? It's like a pale grassy color. Albino Gamora, got it. That works a little bit more pale than Gamora. Gamora's a little bit too... Well, that's why I said albino Gamora. Oh, okay, sorry. I missed the albino part. (laughs) That was the important, important piece I see that I missed. And then once again, uh, eyes that are double the size that human eyes normally are with two big glassy blue marbles. And then there are two little uh, bean sprouts that come out of the top, top of his head. And his hair is deeper green. Silver also looks left and right, and he also bows. Do any of you guys have your sacred beasts out at the moment? I don't have one. I mean, I yeah. believe Bug is in the ball currently. Yeah, so all mine not. are both in the in the ball. Dude, I was gonna say this looks like it's kind of a big deal to sacred beasts. So, bruh, luckier, luckier is released from his ball. Luckier takes a step back, almost towards the wall. And then also bows down pretty much immediately. His horn has been lowered. You then see Luckier side eyeing you, Johnny. Like, dude, what, dude, what the fuck? <laughs> no, he's like, bro, no. I thought you'd want to see it. <laughs> so... <laughs> oh, <laughs> but yeah, he he side eyes me. Like, why the fuck did you do that? First off, what the fuck? Second off, bow. Third off, what the fuck? Johnny's gonna give him a nice solid shrug. <laughs> and doesn't like, bow. <laughs> doesn't seem to get it. <laughs> <laughs> Mr. G's looking around and he finds this like weird, like theological ritual to be um counterproductive to what he's trying to get done. And he's running down the hallway going, we have to go. We have to go now. Your companion is right. If your situation is uh, is dire, as you mentioned, we shouldn't really continue on. Let's move. And Mr. G is, like, changing the tone of his voice to make it sound like he's farther away, but he's actually only a little bit down the hallway. It's like, we have to go now. That's Stella kind of just flies idea. and is, like, instantly caught up with you, Mr. G, and is just flying with you and looking back. Does this happen often with your companions? Uh, wait, wait, worshipping you or, like, getting, getting distracted. distracted? Um. As you both say, getting distracted in perfect unison. I just look at him and I'm like, e- yes. And then I, I just keep running. Um, and Mr. G's being very aware of the hallway he's going down. What does it look like? Because I'm getting close, right? Yes, yeah, so basically you start running uh, from one end to the other. You are coming up to the big open center of the hallway where you can cross to the other side of the ship. The hallway essentially looks like an H, so you would now be taking a right turn down the middle of the H. So he's got his rifle in his hand. He's moving quickly, but he's being cautious. Like, if he goes around the corner, he's going to peer around quickly and try to figure out if there's some sort of... After, after Stanson got ambushed, he wants to make sure that He's being as aware as possible, um, using his elf senses. Uh, can you make me a sense check and a style check? Well, failed the sense check. You can re-roll. You do have keen senses. Oh, truth, truth. Oh, blackjack the sense check. Oh, there you go. Hey, hey. And, oh, holy shit. Did I just blackjack the style check, too? One sec. 
<laughs> I think it's a two, so I think I blackjacked it. Oh, fuck you. Yeah. yeah, I dude, I blackjacked my sense <laughs> and style check. <laughs> so uh, as you and Sela are, like, booking it down the hallway, you run and power slide down, uh, scoping down your rifle, looking down yes. the exit towards the staircase you know was going to lead you downstairs. You see nothing there, and you quickly, uh, just at the end of stopping, you use the last little bit of momentum to hop around, just in time for you to see a figure that is coming down the hallway barreling right at you. Barreling right at me? Yeah. You're in <sighs> midair with a shot lined up. Oh, yeah, no, he's gonna quickly flip the shotgun mode on it, and then just let him have it. Yep. All the mustard. <laughs> Oh, that's not great. The The good point is, though, I did increase my intellect to a nine. So that does that's help. going to be it's going to help by one. Oh, it's not great, though. Twenty uh, <laughs> two. Oh, yeah. Close range good. with shotgun mode. Yeah. Oh, OK, cool. This guy's barreling at you and you see uh, those spider legs appear out of his back as he runs at you and he lurches at you just as you're fully turning around. And he's like mid-jump, and you turn around with that last bit of momentum. Mid-air, you release the blast. You not only blast him back and stop him in his tracks, but you also move farther away from him as a result. Oh, dope. <laughs> nice. Uh After G, like, gets knocked back and knocks this guy back, he's gonna look back at the hall and yell, uh, Fuji, we got another one. Alrighty then, I'm going to... Try to stun that some bitch. Okay. Well, G would actually, as he yells that, G would actually pull one of the crystals because I'm assuming that he collected the crystals and put them back in his yeah, like little yeah, yeah. I'm not gonna have cylinder section. So G's actually gonna toss a like have a crystal in his hand. And it's gonna look like he's gonna toss it to him. To Fuji. To Fuji, yeah, because he just watched Fuji do some badass shit with the crystals. Yeah. So you toss it up. Uh, make me an agility check, uh, Dylan, as you run down the hallway. Can I uh, do magic check and try to catch it with my psychic arms? That also works. Uh, that's more badass than the aforementioned. Uh, that's a one out of nine. So I catch it with my with my brain arms. You actually just don't stop running forward. Both of your uh, both of your psychic arms kind of emit out of your backpack, appearing out of nowhere, and they clasp around the crystal that you catch. So, Mike, I'm gonna have you roll this time since you tossed the crystal. Mike, roll me three d twelve, please. Okay, cool. The worst roller in the party is gonna roll three d twelve. Blackjack twice. Do I add anything to this? No, just give me the total. <laughs> it's 12 <laughs> 12 total it's 12 total i blackjack twice on single dice rolls when it comes to rolling multiple dice it typically doesn't even add up to what the die is worth <laughs> i just needed to know which which of the crystals you ended up taking oh okay cool to confirm you're gonna try and put another one of these crystals through a person right that's what you're trying to well, do first i'm going to try to incapacitate this thing so it can't fight back so, this thing looks pretty hobbled. It's still kind of moving forward. Still, you see a lot of blood leaking out of it. The blood, it looks leaking. sick. It Honestly, it's kind of like splatting on the ground as this like figure is now like still kind of lurching forward. It's, it's a, 
darker red. It's almost like black and sludgy. It doesn't look normal. Once again, you see the gray fingers coming out of the edge of the cloak there, right down towards the bottom, and it's lumbering towards you. So you were going to try and stun it, Dylan? Yep, I'm going to use a heightened Thursa's rune. Uh-huh. How many, how many runes does he have? All the runes. So many runes. What's this guy looking like in terms of needing to be beaten up by the police? So I rolled three sixes <laughs> and a seven. I mean, you can add six. Roll three sixes. The number of the beast! Thirty-one. Thirty-one? Yeah, that's gonna hit. So this thing is stunned for four actions. Does it take damage? No. No, it's just stunned. The stun effect and the lightning effect are two separate effects. I went for the stun. Yeah, he's stunned for the rest of the round, guys. You're good. Oh, yeah. So what you're saying is he's immobile? He is immobile, and at this point, it would be considered excessive force. <laughs> Perfect. Perfect. Johnny loves excessive force. <laughs> excessive force is Johnny Law's middle name. Johnny's like behind you guys because he was a bit slow on the draw. Yeah, you were you were pulling out luckier because you're like, yo, dude, check out check it out. It's like one of your gods or something. So you, you guys just kind of see Johnny like barreling down the hallway with his police baton like in hand. <laughs> I will leave him at that point for you to try to do something first, if you would like. I am going to try to put the soul that's in the crystal that G tossed me back in the body. Um, if you don't mind, this is Sela now speaking up, please don't. <laughs> Why? I would prefer if my companions didn't enter a state like this. G says, all the do it, man, just do beasts. it. All of these ones are sacred beasts, indeed. Whoosh! <laughs> Johnny is coming up, stun baton in hand. Elfman, if you could uh, restrain the body, that would be helpful. Oh, like like last time? I all right. Uh, yeah, I'll, I'll Sander do his work, and then he throws the uh, throws the thing, and then and then as soon as Sander is released from his ball, he he tells him to just like restrain him but yeah. this time it's just like right so his arms are like restrained and it's like you could see his shoulders and head up and then it's just like a, a volcano of sand just kind of holding him together it wrangles up all eight of those arms and tucks them in and it, it kind of wraps around him almost almost like a straight jacket johnny slows down to a trot what do you do now what's the deal you don't what is what is this if it's not Something that's had its soul ripped from its body. What, what is this thing? How, how are we supposed to revitalize Correct, this? Correct. But the crystals that you are in possession of are sacred beasts that need to be returned to their body. They only need a couple more of my companions to throw this planet out of balance. What we need is to find our vessel. I do agree that this person has had their soul sucked out. Would it not be more useful to have one of your companions in this body and help us find their proper vessels? You know, I suppose that's right. Yeah, what would you have us do with, with this being otherwise? Do you want us to just kill this this person? Oh, no, abs absolutely not. That's not at all what <laughs> I was suggesting. 
I liked the whole restraining thing that you went for here. That was yeah. Great. We have to go though. We can't just I can't just leave Sanders here alone to restrain this person. It, what if What if we were able to put it to sleep? I, I but yeah. What if what, what What if we could just you know port to where we need to go to to you know take care of the bad guys? What if you know like I? All right, I'm just trying to help. <laughs> We have to go. Let's do this. And then he looks to uh, Fuji. Fine. Do it. All right. I'm going to do it. Make me another magic check, please. Three out of nine. Three out of nine. Perfect. That's the number I like to hear. So, once again, you see Fuji's sword just glow that pure silver color. And it strikes through the crystal and it strikes through the center of the of the creature. This time you can tell that this this creature was definitely uh, feminine, uh, not masculine as Sela is. And once again, you see the crystal strike through. You don't see it on the other side when the sword emits. And then Fuji pulls it back out. Sword is clean. And then you see all the legs disappear and you see this thing float up towards the air once again. The hair instantaneously begins to grow long. And it actually almost looks like musical sheet paper, but for hair. The eyes begin to glow a distinctive blue color, and the skin also starts to turn green. Oh, oh my, what is... It's been... It's been so long. What... What happened to my hands? What? Um... Alright, this is super weird. Excuse me, can you all explain what just happened to me? I apologize for the form that you're in, but we had to put your soul in a vessel that allowed you to communicate with us. I, I see. Um, where, where are we at the moment? What is, what has happened? We're, uh, we're on a boat and we need to go. So what, what is your function? Who are you? Wow, this one's quite rude, isn't he? What is we your need function? To go. You can call me Melody. Are you the the beast of music? I am. Okay, cool. Let's go. And then G G retracts the uh retracts Sander and then keeps running. All of you that stay there for a moment, you see Melody look over. Oh, oh, Sela is is that you? Yes. I I allowed them to do this. I I apologize, Melody, but we don't have time. There seems to be some crisis. Let's let's go. And Melody and Sela also book it. You all run down to the next floor, and you start booking it once again. This is the fourth and final floor of the rooms. Uh, everybody make me just agility checks. That is a fail. Fail, fail, fail. Give me a pass, pass. from Mr. Gianni La. Are we doing sense checks? Uh, no, agility checks. I will have you make me sense checks as well in just a moment. Oh, that was uh, bullshit it, for Dennis's agility. It was rolling to a three, and then it toppled back over to a 12. That's a fail on uh, the G's agility check. So you guys start running down the hallway. As you now have two more companions added to your group, you guys are all kind of struggling to find purchase getting through the hallway as everyone's just in an all-out sprint. So those of you who passed your agility checks, you are running towards the front of the group. Everyone else is just kind of a little bit farther behind just based on everybody trying to filter through at once. Oh wait, I should um 
I blackjacked my agility, but I should probably fail. I don't, I don't run. Well, you do manage to get yourself out of a claustrophobic situation before other people are able to do so. Okay. That works. That just happens to mean that you are closer towards the front of the group as a result, but. That works. That's acceptable. More to not get your suit dirty because there's just a whole lot of stuff in this hallway. Yeah. I, I'd I would rather hate not that. fuck with it, you know? <laughs> Cool. Yeah. So you guys all start booking it down the hallway. Uh, sense checks, please. Yeah. These four jokers make me sense checks too. That is also a fail. Surprisingly a fail from Johnny. Oh, that's actually a blackjack for Sella. Fuck yeah. Uh, fail for Dennis. That's a fail for G as well. Conveniently, Jesus. all of you guys are like overanalyzing. You've been, you've been attacked on the last two floors and you're looking, uh, t- to see if there's another ambush here, and you do not find it. You do not find said ambush. There is no one in the hallway, not even any of the ship guests conveniently around to see all this happening. It is like a ghost town down here. And that is when you get to the, the staircase. Yeah, how close are we to the um the transmission point of the weird You're getting pretty close. Parasite. It's it's directly beneath you. You're at the last floor of rooms, and you know that the engine room is directly down you. You just have to kind of navigate through a little bit more, but you're pretty much there. G turns around and says to the group, uh, this is it. This is where the the weird spider robot was transmitting to. Um, I think we should try to be as stealthy as possible if we're... They could be doing something with the engine of this ship. I think... We should try to incapacitate whoever this is as quickly and quietly as possible. I have no complaints. Works for me. I mean, isn't there no one down here anyway? I mean, there's no one in these rooms down here, but we don't know Mm. how many people are down there. What if, I mean, like, what if there's, like, a ton of them waiting down there or something? You know? We, yeah, absolutely. Stealth is key. Do my do my elf ears hear anything? Because I I did that sense check for the the third floor, but not for this bottom floor. What do my elf ears hear? You can't hear all the way down there. You hear the clanging of metal. You hear the sound of like waves crashing up against the hull of the ship. Uh, that's kind of about it. That's mostly what you hear. Don't really hear much past that. My elf ears hear nothing. <laughs> <laughs> all right. Well, uh, let's uh let's. Get going. Yeah, quietly and, and quickly. And then I stealthily descend. I need everybody to make me sense checks, agility checks, and luck checks, please. Okay. Wow, so many checks. A lot of them. Uh, I failed all of them. But I also failed it was all an of eight, them. A nine and a ten. So that's something at least. <laughs> yeah, I also failed. Wait, wait. The first one was yeah, sense. Fuck, I failed all of them. (laughs) (laughs) Alright guys, we gotta move quickly, quietly, and stealthily. Everyone starts running down the stairs, and they're fucking metal stairs. You guys descend down, and there's like a small hallway that leads to like a long staircase that's just pure metal that leads straight down to the engine room, and all of you guys take turns fucking walking on these metal stairs, and they're loud as shit they're so fucking loud you know when you were sneaking out as a teenager and you come home and you hit that one creaky stair this staircase is all of those creaky stairs (laughs) it's not great 
Can we also be just like screaming for no reason? <laughs> also, for the for the record, Johnny passed his sense roll and failed everything else. <laughs> just if it matters. Everyone, we need to be quiet. <laughs> God damn it, guys, we're supposed to be stealthy. <laughs> <laughs> Are we near an engine room or something? Maybe we're screaming because we can't hear anything. It is very loud. You hear the sound of, like, pistons, gears. You hear steam. Okay. You're very much now in the thick of, like, the ship. Like, we're close We're close enough now that it's loud. It's loud. It's very, very loud. We just happen sure. to be somehow louder. Yeah. You For a minute, you guys thought you were quiet, given all the noise, and then you realized you weren't. You make your way down. Who went first? Jeez, jeez I assumed first. it was you. Yeah, cool. But he has his—he has his imagination armor on. So yeah, that's fine. <laughs> as soon as you touch down, you look around and you look at the open engine room around you, and it's very thickly packed. There's a lot of pipes. You're on a flat metal surface, like a flat walkway that is rectangular with a hole in the middle with shit going in between. And your vision is a little bit obscured past that. Just as soon as you kind of look onward, you see a rushing cloud of smoke come at you. Oh no, it's Snoop Dogg. (laughs) This isn't the 420 episode yet. Get out of here. Your vision is completely clouded. The rest of you, as you are all getting down these metal stairs... You are all surrounded by a thick black smoke. It makes your vision horrible. Everybody failed their luck checks, correct? Oh, yeah. Okay. Uh-huh. What about Luckier? Did you roll for Luckier? Oh, he blackjacked! <laughs> Perfect. I just rolled the thing and I got a one. <laughs> you all are uh, knocked down and brought down the staircase as Cheech... The large mass of vines trips on a stair as the smoke hits and it's unable to see where it's going, trips and falls and essentially becomes a vine boulder that knocks all of you down to the floor below. Thank you. (laughs) That was a good time for it. It was. All of you take two wounds. Yikes. Except for Yuji. You're at the bottom of the stairs. Yeah. Sweet. (laughs) But don't we fall on top of him, inflicting more wounds? You also failed your luck check, though, correct, Mr. G? I did, yeah, but I could make, I could dodge it if I hear, like, if there's a you, rolling... You hear it, so you hear something coming towards you. Make me an agility check, please. <laughs> You're welcome, Mike. <laughs> I passed it. Four out of six. Cool. You managed to move slightly, and you hear a crash, like, right at the exit of the stairs, and you just hear, Oh, oh, Cheech, Cheech, return! Ah! Oh. And then you hear the... Are you sure this is a Snoop Dogg episode? What? Because his name's Cheech. Said, are you sure it's not a 420 episode? Never mind. (laughs) Sorry, I I didn't hear what you said. I I apologize to make you repeat it. Also, two wounds from Vines? It's more the mass of him rolling people down a metal staircase into a hallway. Okay. (laughs) It's less about the Vines himself. I had to say something. The weight. Because <laughs> um, he put a boulder at me and I took two wounds from that, so... Hey, man, it's emotional do people, wounds. Do people use their DR for that, or are they just straight... Oh, uh, yeah, you're, if you have a physical resistance, you're able to use it for sure. Oh, yeah. Shit. Okay. 
Sweet. That also applied to the wound you took earlier as well, Grant. Oh. Oh, um, okay. That makes it a lot easier. Yeah, I so you have one up. overall, I believe. Yeah, that's one overall. You guys all get up, various groans and grumbles around. You hear Melody go, Ow! Ow! Oh! Is this what you, you humans deal with all the time? This sort of pain? Yes. Life is pain. <laughs> yes. <laughs> Mortality is rough. Yeah, you're, you're telling me I've <laughs> taken more hits than anyone else in this group over the last day and a half, I guess. I, uh, where is this? It does, can anyone get rid of this smoke? I can't see anything. This is not good. Hey, Melody, uh, there's something that can help to ease the pain. And oh, hey, I actually think I can get rid of the smoke. You can try. I used the Tiwa's rune. I think Johnny's trying to offer someone bourbon right now, so. <laughs> hey, Melody, uh, humanity is kind of pain, but this helps ease the, ease the uh, distress. And he hands her the flask. What? What is this? Ah, that's a uh, bird bin. It makes the pain go away. She takes a sip of it. Oh, <laughs> no, no. This is not for me, but thank you. I appreciate and a quiet the taste, gesture. I suppose. And he, he swigs one there, because that was a tough hit. Anyway, sorry. Go on. Tiwa's rune, gust of wind. I'm going to have to have you roll against a spell. Okay. The gust of a thousand winds. So roll your spell versus <laughs> this spell that you're currently under the effect of. Oh, that's not a good roll. Aren't you rolling four die? Yeah, and I rolled two twos and a three. <laughs> oh, no. <laughs> what, what was the fourth one, then? A nine. Oh, it's not bad. One of these was good. Pretty bad. So I got a 16, unless I'm adding something to it. Nah. <laughs> this is barely even a gust. Your gust of wind exits out of your hand, and the smoke in front of you does kind of lighten up, like you're able to see the floor and where you're able to go, but it just kind of swirls back in on itself and fills back up after just a moment. It essentially just kind of stirs the pot. Um, are we- we're in an engine room, right, with a bunch of crap around? Correct. So, Mr. G, he sees that ineffective attempt, and he's going to, he's going to try to build a fan, a huge fan, with whatever he can find around him. Okay, yeah, cool, make me your improvised build check. I've got it'll something take, It'll that. take, like, a minute, so if something, oh, I mean, the check, my, uh, so I go into EX1 at this point, because I have nine intellect and four luck, so... What does that mean? What's the, you what does that mean on for... 11 and 12. Or I mean, sorry, blackjack. So I blackjack on 11 and 12 instead of just 12? Yeah. You also explode on 11 and 12. Yeah, the only thing is I don't think improvised improvised build doesn't necessarily have a uh, opposed roll, but if it does, yes, that does count. Okay, yeah, well, I did, I rolled an 8 out of 13, I guess, at this point, so. It takes you a moment. You start harvesting some of the stuff. It's a graded floor, so it actually takes you a minute, but you rip up a piece of the floor, you unseparate the grates and kind of file them down, so you form the fan blades with that. They're kind of small and thin, but you're able to kind of wrap it around some of the loose material you have in your bag. You you take some of your wire material and you form like a small guard around it, and you make a small electrical device. It takes you 
about a minute, minute and a half, just because it takes like a little bit extra timing to grind stuff down. So it'll work a little bit better. But you do manage to make a small fan. All right. Does anyone do something while I'm yeah. while I'm vigorously making a fan? <laughs> yeah. So Johnny is gonna case the room here. Uh, I want to do a sense check to look for windows. You want to look for windows, <laughs> bruh? If it's a smoky room, you can just open a window. Oh my god. <laughs> okay. Please make me a sense check to look for windows. So I'm going to look for windows using a blackjack style check of five out of five. <laughs> I didn't detective sense. I just you did, did blackjack, one. though. I did. Guess what, bud? You know did for certainty that there are no windows in this room. You know without a shadow of a doubt, even though you are surrounded by smoke and can't see anything in general, you absolutely know this room does not have windows in it. This is just not a well-ventilated room. <laughs> Seems like a safety hazard. Johnny pulls out his notebook and he's going to write down smoky rooms. <laughs> are there any, uh, like, uh, what are those things you put on your mouth? Gas masks? Yeah, or like the white things with like the little metal thing that, that you put on your A nose mask? and you wrap. Yeah, like, are there any like face masks around that we can just put on and walk through? Uh, no, there are not. <laughs> <laughs> what kind of fucking boat is this? The smoke's coming from these machines, presumably, right? You have no idea. I will choose to presume that it's coming from the machines and write down that they need to get some kind of, you know, respiration type devices. Very offended. Safety is a <laughs> top, top, uh, of top importance. Utmost importance. That's it. Is though. anyone else doing something? Um, at this point, Kenny goes, Oh, I can, I can kind of see, see through the, through the smoke and, and I can still, I can still smell. It's hard, but there's definitely someone, someone down here. Maybe, maybe a couple people. Maybe, maybe one of those, uh, one of those beasts. We're not we're not alone here, guys. Dogman, can you tell me what direction they're in? Straight forward, as as helpful as that can be. I point my sword in the direction Kenny pointed and go, Say yo shorai and send out the cosmic ram. So you all see the silver geon begin to sparkle and light up in the smoke and surround itself with a sparkling bright rainbow. And you hear the sound of a ram at full speed, and you see this rainbow sword just fly straight through the mists, and it kind of cuts the mist for a moment in the path that he goes, and then it swirls in and filters back in around him. So please make me a roll. Yeah, this roll was uh, significantly better. Okay. Can you also go ahead and make me a luck check? I can probably fail that, but I'll do it. <laughs> that That is a 10 out of 3. Okay. You feel your sword strike home and hit something for a moment. Hard target, and you are stopped by what feels like a metal guardrail, and you are blown back towards your new companions with expelling force. You seem to have struck some kind of tube or part of the ship and no human whatsoever mm. you are shot back towards your companions you hit the wall next to the staircase and you take one wound does the <laughs> reply to that 
you already took DR from when you fell down the staircase, correct? Yes. So not in this case. Okay. But in a little bit more time, it will reset. We're out of combat, so it'll be quicker. Well, I'm out of ideas. After that happens, is G done building his fan? Yeah, you build your fan. Alright, so it looks like a uh, fan in the center of two handles on either side, and G has it in one hand and pulls like this little ripcord, and it starts to spin, and he goes, alright, follow me, and he's holding it in front of him and moving forward with both so hands. So, it's pretty comical, because you essentially now make a flashlight in this exact situation. <laughs> Think very much like in the video game sense that you are surrounded by like a literal fog of war as you guys are all huddled around Mr. G walking through here. So it provides a very small circle, but you're able to clear the smoke around you just enough to see and walk through. Yeah, I assume it, it's like essentially like a cone of not smoke in front of me, and it's it's more of a fan light than a flashlight. <laughs> exactly. That's more or less what's happening here. Alright, so uh Mr. G starts walking forward. And how how far ahead can I see? Um how effective is this fan? What is your intelligence? It's a nine? It's a B rank now. It's a B yeah. Rank so now. I'm at I think the uh term used was not impossible, but insane or something. I don't know. It's it's just one under impossible. <laughs> gotcha. It's a dope fan. It has a surprisingly large gust radius. I'd say that you can probably clear about a good 20 feet of space at a time that you can see. So it's like a 20-foot circle. It's like a pretty good good size. Nice. You walk forward and you see that the path comes to an immediate end with guardrails. And then there are a bunch of tubes. You all now see the tube that Fuji just struck. You see water now coming out of that tube. Some kind of liquid, I should say. <laughs> out of a t- wait, out of a tube like coming down from above us, or it comes down straight from the ceiling. It splits this path, so you now have to go either left or right. Who's who's behind me? Everyone. Yeah, you're leading the pack. Who's immediately behind me? Uh, I'll say that Same is probably right behind that's what you. I was gonna say he's been probably. right next to you like most of the time. That's a fair assessment. Yeah. G goes, uh, God damn it, Fuji, ho- hold this. And then he gives him the fan and goes to try to repair the, uh... Yeah, the you're now, you're tube. now holding the, holding the fan. Can I oh, hold uh, it one-handed? Yeah. Yes. Uh, I blackjacked a sense check. Is it water, or is it something else? It is something else. It's definitely something else. <laughs> no, I know that, but... How does it smell? <laughs> yeah. Urine you immediately recognize it is that mana-like fluid that they use to power their buildings and heal people. Sela walks up. Ah, that is the creator's life essence. It it provides life to this planet itself. As as she says that, G goes, well, uh, I think we should still keep it in this pipe. And then he tries to do what he can to, to repair the pipe. Uh, yeah. Dude, duct tape. It Perfect it doesn't timing. take you long to yeah. fix it. The issue that you ran into more is that it kind of still keeps leaking out on you as you're trying to fix it, so it makes it a little bit harder. So please make me an intelligence check just to repair this. Totally. Oh, that's a 9 out of 9. That's a blackjack. Perfect. 
it takes you takes you a moment, but you're able to kind of find a way to cover it and then seal it, and then you work around it. It takes a moment, but you use some of your extra scrap metal to put around it, make a seal, and you're good to go. You weld it back together. I don't have my giant box of metal, but I still do have. Like, you still have you still have some cylinder. of the smaller metals, and it's some of the reinforced stuff, so it's actually pretty good. Danger. Yes. Eight out of nine magic check. Do I uh-huh. think touching some of the stuff that's leaked out of the pipe already would help me recover some mana? Maybe. You th- think it's worth a shot? I will touch some <laughs> of the stuff that is leaked out of the pipe already. Do you just go up and give the tube a big ol' lick? No, I like touch it with my finger. That's true. You are a boy of, of royalty. You are a man of grace. Two fingers is the way to go. Why was your first <laughs> thought that he was gonna drink it? <laughs> Yeah, you go up and you lick some and you uh you recover one magic. You now see that there's kind of like twenty foot circle around you. Pathway leads to your left or to your right. Uh Johnny, which which way should we go? Oh, that's a very good question. Uh I usually I'm try left first. <laughs> You're not gonna detect okay. Okay. <laughs> in this situation in particular, I'm feeling it's probably left. And what and what information are you going off of that? Brings you to the left side, because... Well, something you gotta know about. Last time, we were faced with a decision. You chose based on your weird otter thing, and we were chased by poisonous gas. Ye of little faith. The thing is, a a police officer is no better than their intuition, and you always gotta go with your gut. Uh, But since you're so unsure, I suppose that I could actually investigate... (laughs) <laughs> uh, so he's gonna detective sense well I guess since you're going to be pissy I guess I could you know actually think about it and use my <laughs> fucking skill set I mean it's a, it's a 50-50 chance that it will be the, r- the wrong decision and that's a it's gonna be a 7 out of 9 detective sense so you go into that that vision, like your, your eyes fade into that blue vision. You're able to see the smoke still swirling around you, but it's, it's not like the thick black anymore. It's like a very light gray. It only slightly affects your vision of what you see around you. You see tall pipes. You see machinery all around you that you don't understand how any of it works. Just pipes, tubes. Uh, it, it all looks very tight knit and confusing to you, but. You look around and you see a pathway of footsteps. Tiny little footsteps. I mean, regular size footsteps. Oh, so not the spider one. Not tiny footsteps. Not tiny little footsteps. It's big old footsteps. You see that it walks uh, around. You see a pathway that leads around. It creates almost a square around the tubes in front of you, and there seems to be a pathway that leads down farther into the uh, into the engine room. So was that left or right? That is the the footsteps go to the left. Okay. Well, it seems that left is actually the right way to go, which is why, again, you always got to trust your intuition. I can see a trail of footsteps going down here. All right, let's uh let's head that way. Might want to get your little fan back. Um yeah, guys, I definitely don't feel like we're alone in here. Do you guys hear that? Everybody make me sense checks. I don't hear anything. <laughs> I also don't hear anything. <laughs> you hear a fan. Okay, I hear too much so I don't hear anything. How's that? No, that Gee, works. Blackjacks. 
We all are deafened by the fan. I failed as well. Okay, well, one blackjack. (laughs) Uh, So, Mr. G, you faintly hear now a familiar voice. You do hear the voice of Matisse, who you had met earlier in the day, and you hear a low chant. Darkness surround me. By all that is unholy. By Aldrasha's law. Give me your gifts. And let me weaponize my pain. Uh... Johnny, it's that it's that <laughs> weird guy gifts. that was uh he was he was hitting on you earlier. Uh, let's go get him. He's gonna use his goth powers. I don't know. Let's go. <laughs> I, I could be wrong, but if I'm not mistaken, this is the guy that gets weird when you touch him, not the one that was uh hidden on me. He was touching he, you. He, feather quotes. Touching me. Wing quotes. <laughs> <laughs> Sweet Johnny Laugh. Let's go run down down these stairs. G beckons to Fuji to follow him and and takes point with the rifle and runs toward that uh that voice. Yeah, I will follow. You run down the staircase and you all now hear the same chanting that I had previously stated. Darkness surround me. Weaponize my pain. Bruh. Do we see him yet? It takes you a moment, but you run in, and he's all the way at the back of this room. You're just barely able to see him, and you move in, and you see a massive ball of darkness above his head, and he looks like he's struggling to hold it at this point. And just as you're about to see it, he looks down at you. I see that you finally made it. I've been saving this one for you. And he throws the ball of darkness at you guys. I need everybody to dodge. Uh, there is something that I'm going to do immediately when I see the ball of darkness. I'm not even going to wait for words. Do you want me to roll that first, or do you want me to roll the dodge first? If you're trying to use it as an interrupt, roll it first. I am trying to use it as an interrupt. The second I see ball of darkness, I do thing. What are you trying to do exactly? I'm trying to uh, hit him with the Daga's rune, which is beams of light, which affect light-sensitive things as if it were, like, the sun. Okay. Yeah, no, that's fine. <laughs> yeah, I thought you were going to be like, you find a huge My Chemical Romance poster on the I wall. was going to make a Gerard Way <laughs> joke as soon as you saw this guy, but, I mean, like... 39 versus uh, whatever... It says magic versus agility, so 39 versus whatever. Okay, I'll roll his dodge then for that. I'll just do it separately. Give me a sec. Want us to add anything? Is it armor for this one? It's, it's armor. It's a dodge, okay. yeah. Yeah, but it, isn't he interrupting the the spell? Perhaps. Well, if he's oh, if that's... he's trying to hit him with it, the guy has to dodge as well. He's trying to hit him before he throws the spell. He's trying to throw the spell before he has to dodge. So, I mean, like, it's a big kerfuffle, but it's going to be pretty, like, millisecond-y, depending on what the rolls end up being. Pretty tight. What was your attack? The roll? Yeah. Yeah, 39. (laughs) I also rolled a fucking 39 on that one. (laughs) So, are we rolling off? Yeah. Well, that's a 12. Fuck, I got an 8. Fuck, alright. What did you get on your dodge? If it makes a difference, there are four separate beams of light that come out. Don't worry. We'll get there. I was aiming for the ball of darkness. Yeah. G got a 22. 22? 
Yikes. And you added your armor, right? Yeah, I did that this time. <laughs> but I do have I do have four DR. <laughs> that is helpful. Graham, what did you get for your dodge? Forty one. Okay. Dylan, what'd you get on your dodge? Math. Uh I'll come back. Jared, what did you get, get on your dodge? Fucking one. Thirty-two. Thirty-two. Jared, roll me a die. What was that, Mike? Uh which die? Just a single die and tell me the number. I said, how the fuck did you get a 41? That's insane. I exploded. I have a, sh- I have shit agility. I exploded. Dude, you're five. Yeah, but your, your rolling abilities is insane. I rolled three dice, a 12 and 11 and a nine. I got 30. 30. Let me set the scene here. So Matisse releases the ball of darkness and four beams of light emit in front of same and they rush toward Matisse. He's able to dodge out of the way, but they bounce and reflect, and they hit into the ball, breaking it up, and the ball separates into particles. Ball of darkness separates into particles as it's struck by the light, and it showers down needles of darkness. So those of you who got less than a 32, you take one magic wound. So that is not affected by my DR. That is not affected by your DR. It does go through it. Well, there, there's magic DR separately, right? If you have magic DR, that does count. Yeah. Or darkness resistance does count. What is the what is the wound to, though? Is it to magic or is it to vitality? It would be to vitality. Oh, okay. It's physically harming you. It's magic that physically hurts. Did it, did that hit Johnny? Uh, no, you, ro- you won your roll off. You passed. Okay, cool. Tight. Uh, and Dennis, yeah, you passed for the 41. Yes, uh, your companions are all hit by, uh, needles, unfortunately. Shite. Some of them actually seem to be more affected by the darkness than others. Cough, cough, your gods that are psychic type. <laughs> G, G takes the hit, staggers back, and then responds with a, uh, rifle shot. Alrighty. At Matisse. Roll it! Oh, that's not great. Not sure why we thought MCR when we could have thought literally the darkness. G rolled the 21. Yeah, it was definitely a good way then. Uh, more than 21. Oh, so in a good way for you. <laughs> well, yeah. So yeah, G takes a shot and then, and what happens? You shoot a concentrated rifle at him just kind of as he settles, dodging out of the way of all of those beams of light. And then he just kind of like, trips and kind of fumbles out of the way of your rifle shot as he catches it last minute. Uh, He's currently off balance, but he does then go, all right, now, flambe, come out! And you see him throw a capture sphere into the air, and at this moment, you see a small little monkey with a little circular flame pattern uh, of fur on his stomach. His fur is orange and tan, He's got like a little alfalfa lick of orange fur that almost looks like a little flame on the top of his head. Um, and he's quite fucking adorable, I will add. <laughs> uh, so he releases that and then you see this thing get ready and he starts punching at the air oh, and he starts okay. standing there. Flumbe, quickly use Ember. And Mr. G, you see a flaming hot lick of fire come shooting towards you, uh, through the darkness. Once again, that, once again, that smoke does kind of swirl back in and it hangs around your feet as you all enter this 
open square space, it makes vision pretty hard, but you're able to dodge. Or attempt to dodge, I should say. Yeah, because I'm still within the range of um of the fan. Yeah. You're in the fan range, so you're able to see more. So I got a 33. 38. Ooh. You get hit on the shoulder, and it singes around your armor. And it, like, catches fire on, like, the bit of cloth that's exposed underneath the box of imagination. But it quickly goes out. Uh, you take two wounds. DR is applicable. And I need you to make me an opposed vitality roll, please. Okay, that is a... And I add my vitality to this, right? Because it's opposed? No. Just for the sake of this, no. It's just straight Uh, dice. 18. 18? Cool. And I don't add armor or anything. It's just yeah, it's just a straight dice. dice okay, for this. cool. It's it's an effect thing since you were already hit. That's why I'm not having you add armor or stat bonuses. So it's just dice versus dice. Uh, you are not burned. The flame goes out after a moment. It does not linger to damage you residually. Oh wow! This is a pretty hot encounter here. Ah, uh, oh. <laughs> was that Matisse? <laughs> no, uh, that was uh, that was Sella. <laughs> oh, Stella thinks I'm funny. <laughs> She's wrong. <laughs> it's open initiative, guys. Uh, does anybody look like they're about to die? Um, I wouldn't say a- anyone looks like they're about to die. Then I'm going to heal myself. Cool, you heal yourself. Can I attack Matisse? You, yeah, he's, yeah. Okay, uh, sh- let's see, should I baton him or should I shoot him? I'm thinking I'm gonna go baton on this, this guy. I'm gonna go straight into the, uh, I'm gonna push the pain baton. Quick, quick logistical question, or like, or environmental question, danger. Is Matisse within the range of the fan? Cause I'm assuming the fan is wherever. It's barely touching him. Yeah, but he's like right on the outskirts of it. It appears there's a, like a big machine behind him. You assume that this is probably the engine. Yeah. <laughs> also, another just thing to point out there. So, Johnny, you're running up on him. Oh yeah, I'm gonna I'm gonna sm- smack him with the baton. As you're running up, you're running through that circle of open open area where you're able to see. Um, and out of the darkness, two of those figures come to attack you. So I need you to make me dodge roll two dodge rolls, please. Fire guys, no. Uh, those robed figures with the eight black spider. Oh, limbs. those fucking those fucking dill weeds. Okay, I'm gonna I'm gonna dodge them. I'm gonna dodge them real hard. They're gonna call me dodging boo. Uh, one tries to like slide kick you and trip you, and that's the first one I'm having you roll for. Very potentially could be successful in his endeavor. Uh, that's gonna be a twenty-four. Twenty-four. Okay. So that was, I was going for dodging boo, but it was more like dodging question mark. Boo. <laughs> it's a 28 on the first kick to trip you. In retrospect, it's a great joke. So you see this thing actually using its spider legs to skitter as it's sliding with its human legs. And it slide tackles you, grips you with both of its legs and trips you to the ground. And the other one comes up and tries to kick you while you're down. Well, that guy's an asshole. I mean, yep. It's okay, I'd do the same thing. <laughs> you beat him while they're down? <laughs> so I cop? assume that I can't yeah, Johnny, dodge. excessive force law. <laughs> yeah. Excessive force is my middle name. 
You take one wound as you get kicked. His middle name is fucking. We decided this before. His name's Johnny fucking Law. You can roll to block if you'd like. You can roll strength to block while you're on the ground and you don't get sure. a bonus. It's the same. You take a negative of whatever your agility is if you try and dodge while you're on the ground and grappled. I'm gonna do it, bro. I think that Johnny might just be turning into a strong bird Go for instead it. of a fast bird. Uh, I rolled significantly higher, so that's gonna be... Uh, it's 44 to block. Oh yeah, dude, you fucking... You catch the foot as it comes down, and you're able to actually hold his foot there for a moment. So you okay. fully catch him, and you have him locked up by the foot here. Can I do a... Can I do like an ankle lock or some kind of break his joints move? Make me a strength check to do so. Just a check. A check. Uh, that's gonna be a five out of six. Five out of six, dude. Yeah, you got him. You're able to pull his foot in and grasp it underneath your arm and hold around it. And now you have him on one knee in a very awkward position. But he's over top of you. At this point, Kenny shouts out, No, Johnny, no! Uh!" And he runs out. And... Oh, he sounds like he's got a bone to pick with this guy. Oh, he do. And that's (laughs) when you see that big bone staff materialize out of nothing, and he hits the robed uh, figure twice in the face with it, and then whaps him on the back of the head. Because he's bound up, I'm not gonna roll for it, but the guy takes three wounds as Kenny expels all of his actions, hitting him three times with his bone staff. Oh, shit. Dude, sounds like that guy's pretty boned right now. He's pretty boned, yeah. Johnny kind of looks up at, at Kenny in appreciation and gives him a smile. Like, uh, don't worry, I got this. I do my best work on the ground. <laughs> Classic bird. <laughs> How close is this, uh, is this, um, combat, like, engagement to, uh, Matisse? They're directly in the center. So it's about equidistant. Yeah, like, like, uh, would one say, like, seven feet? Ten. It's a 20-foot circle. They're directly in the center. It's ten feet. Oh, okay. Cool. Good to know. So it's like a ring? Uh, it is kind of like a ring right now. Yeah. Two men enter, one man leaves. Two other men enter. <laughs> All of them stay. Um, I wish I was better with wrestler names. Does anyone else want to do something, like Stanson or... Johnny uh, Cena. Sorry. Or Fuji? I did a thing. I think I might be out of actions. It is, yeah, it is open initiative, so please keep track, because I'm not keeping track of your actions. Yeah, I still uh, have two I actions to... left and two Yeah, I've got, I, I've got I think the only person well, who hasn't so. acted was, uh, was Dennis. Graham. Yeah. He doesn't fight, that's his thing. G's gonna, gonna take another shot at Matisse. Oh, yes. This is the one that will do well. Now that I said that, it's not gonna do well. Ah, hubris is destroying us this game. <laughs> 47. Yeah, that'll hit. That's really high. Why did I do the depressing noise? Give me a, give me an up, give me an up whistle. Oh yeah, sorry. I'll just do a continuation like Cool. There we go. <laughs> you line up another shot and Matisse looks like he's looking for an angle in the middle, so you see him kind of like moving around and you see him holding something and you shoot him in the hand and you see a post-it note vaporized out of his hand Ooh, does it does well, it did it hit his hand too or just yeah the it hit note? his hand it did damage yeah 
Yeah. Fuck your notes. <laughs> and then G's going to use his last action to throw um, Sander at him. Okay, I'm going to need you to make me an agility check as you're throwing it pretty far this time. Oh, yeah. Just a check, just one die. Oh, just one die? Yeah. Fuck. Dude, did you ever consider naming Sander Bernie instead? Just cause. No, I have I have plans for Sander. <laughs> He's Sander for now, but he might be something else later. <laughs> Is he going to join the military? Will he be a colonel? <laughs> not necessarily. <laughs> but that is We're a good idea. We're not ruling it out though. I I failed I failed my agility check. I got a I got a 9 out of 6. You get it a little bit close to where Johnny is and you release Sander and he's like a little bit near near Johnny. It's going to he's going to need to move over towards him. All right, yeah. So I tell Sander to to move over toward him and and can I can I do that or is that the end of, of He's me? super slow, so he's he's gonna need the whole action to move to get in place. Oh, okay, yeah. He's he's trying to get close. He's trying to get close to eat he's him up. He's getting in optimal Sander attack range. Yeah, so Sander gets closer. Uh does anyone else have actions? Uh Graham does. Yeah. You should have two, shouldn't you? Or is your agility that low? Uh oh it's a D, so I have two. But I I was gonna use one to take a potion and fix my wounds up while he's regrouping uh there were two cloaked figures uh one of which uh, i think kenny pretty thoroughly fucked up in the face is that he's still up kenny's up in his shit though he's fucked though okay so the other guy the one that knocked me over the one that tripped you is pretty fine and he has your leg in a leg lock at this point so this is like a human centipede of grappling at this point. <laughs> okay, so I would like to, uh, you know, give him like a... I'd like to try to reverse the grapple. Can okay. I do like a strength... Comp, uh, strength oppo- So you're gonna, strength? you're gonna release the grapple on the guy that Kenny fucked up, and then try and counter grapple... I twisted his ankle though, right? Like that I mean, yeah, you like hurt. twisted it around. I think that he, Kenny's got it under control. The other one is not... So I, I thought you were saying that the other guy was grappling me. If he's not, I would instead want to like swing my baton at his ankles to try to knock him over as well. No, I was saying that he's he has you engaged in a leg lock, so you can try and counter the grapple. It's gonna be a little bit tough just because of your general positioning, but we'll roll it. We'll see what happens. Sure, I'll just try to you know. Is this opposed? Right? It grapple. is. It's opposed because they're grappling, so it's opposed. Right on. And you can add your strength to this, but you can't add your arm, because you're trying to grapple that makes him. sense. Um, pretty medium, as far as rolls go. That's gonna be <laughs> a, uh, 33. Oh no, that's still good. You manage to come over top, and you kinda like, elbow him in the mask, in the face, and you get underneath his arm, and you're able to twist it back around, and free your leg and get on top of him. So you have him in, like, a reverse arm bar, and he's now down on the ground, face down. Um, if I wanted to choke him out, uh, would I be able to try to make an action like that from my current position? Yeah, you'd be able to. Make me a strength check, and then an, an, another opposed roll with a plus five. I was thinking that, like, the laws would be experienced at hand-to-hand combat. That's the only yeah. reason I'm doing it. I mean, between this and your general military training, you would understand how to you know, grapple and fight close like this. The militarization of the police. Yeah, right? 
You said a strength check, correct? I, yeah, I need you to make a strength check to maintain it as you're moving around him, okay. and then we're going to do an opposed roll with a plus so five. So I passed the check with cool. a two out Perfect. of six. So basically what you do is you put pressure down on his back and on his arm that you already have grappled. You release the grapple and put your knee on it, and then you move your arm to go into a chokehold and start squeezing. So please roll for that. I don't think we've ever done, like, a grapple sequence before. This is fun. Oh, shit. I forgot to add that both times. Fuck. (laughs) (laughs) He literally has a skate artist. (laughs) 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 Fuck. (laughs) Oh, man. I wish there was a way for me to escape this. Man, this one's going to be a lot worse for Johnny. Uh, (laughs) Sorry, bud. It happens, bruh. What'd you get? I had my strength, correct? Correct. Uh, 41. Oh shit, no, you still got it. You still beat him out. He starts squirming and squeezing and he starts fidgeting as you're trying to transfer positions, but you're able to still get around and start squeezing. It's not a super secure hold. He's still fighting you, but he only really has one arm to fight you with at this point. So after turning the grapple, he kind of grabs his head and he just starts saying, Go to sleep. Go to sleep. <laughs> Into his ear as he tries to choke him out and prevent him from squirming. Oh, shit. Shh. He blackjacked his intelligence check. He understood what you said. Don't fight it. <laughs> Just stop struggling. He does stop struggling. Really? Yeah, he understood what you said. <laughs> oh, shit. Dennis, your <laughs> skills are, must be so useful here. <laughs> <laughs> uh, he is uh he is passed out let him go that i can do that right all right so i don't actually know what was going on because when i was in the bathroom something apparently happened some shit happened yeah well for me too i'm not sure which speech ability this would fall under i want to shout for the entire room to hear all right let's everyone calm the fuck down to dis to disarm the whole situation. So, are you going to try and argue that? Are you going to yeah, try and argue? Yeah, that's what I'm curious about. I I don't know if argue would work for that. Insight action, I think, is the skill that you're looking for because you're trying to in- get somebody to stop. Okay, I don't have that one. You can try and just use your general charisma to convince him, if you would like. That works. Yeah. Yeah, insight action forces people to do a thing. Oh, okay. Yeah, this is you just using using your words yeah. to try and stop him. Yeah, to try and defuse the situation. I assume he's the one calling the shots, right? It seems that way. Okay. Does everyone have to roll a post uh, a post charisma? It would be willpower. Oh, willpower. This would okay. this would apply to friendly too. I would think. Yeah, yeah. you're trying yeah. to get everybody to stop. So I need everybody to roll willpower. Yeah, G got a 12, which is pretty good Five. for one die. <laughs> I got a 3. You don't add the stat, though, Wait, right? Wait, you got a 12 with no. one die? Oh, G, you don't you add the stat. I got a 10. Oh, then. oh, oh. Okay. <laughs> yeah, I Johnny got a 5. Oh, this is going to go really well, then. <laughs> <clears throat> what, is it, what does it sound like, Graham? What does is, what is Dennis yell? Let's everyone calm the fuck down. Like, to the room. Nice. <laughs> That's gonna be a 34. 30. Holy fuck. Like, comparative shit. 
Yeah, compared to 104, that's nothing. Yeah, no, exactly. <laughs> I didn't explode at all. Well, the funny part is, I was just comparing it to everyone else's roles in the situation, you know? Mm-hmm. Yeah, I got a 10. That's true. <laughs> that's true. And I got higher than everyone else. <laughs> <laughs> Did it work on Matisse, though? He stands up, and he puts his hand on something. You see him go, Yeah. Let's calm down. Let's save this for another day. Sweet. And he opens a portal right in front of him, and then the gravity gets all fucky in the room. Yeah. And I I need everybody to roll opposed willpower and add your strength to it. Oh. <laughs> Uh-oh. That's a six for G. Uh, that's that's going to be a 12. nine. You said add strength? Add strength, yep. Uh, 18 for Dennis. You feel him redirect the gravity in the room, so you all are pushed back towards the staircase, almost as if you are falling backwards. The gravity shifts super fucking weird. The thing that he is holding and Flambe fall into the portal as they are affected by the gravity change as well, and he falls into the portal, and he leaves. Did he leave his friends? He left these two dudes. Okay, okay. That's not what I meant at all, but... We can put a couple more crystals in him. I don't have any actions. I'm just wondering... I'm just wondering if G knows if this portal is, like, the same as the other portals. And, like, all of his other portal knowledge he's been, like, holding... Make me an intelligence check. Yeah. (laughs) I failed. I got a 12 out of (laughs) 9. Sorry, bud, you don't. I don't. You're a little bit preoccupied falling, falling straight backwards when you falling were just standing, backwards. you know, straight backwards. Yeah, like it's really fucking odd because it's like you're now falling down a tower, but you were just standing straight up. It's weird. What does Sander look like with this weird gravity? Is he just like particles that float around? Yeah, or? like his particles start to separate in midair, but as soon as Matisse falls through the portal... Gravity returns to normal when it disappears. The portal closes, you mean, right? Yeah. So, like, he hits the portal, and as soon as that big chest that he was touching, him and Flambe, they hit the portal and they bounce. So as the portal closes and there's, like, an awkward silence, I just want to mutter, that's not what I meant by calm down at all. Because I wanted him to stay and talk. That little shit. As soon as G hits the ground, he runs over to where the portal is, and he just starts blasting his rifle into the ground. He's like pissed as fuck and he's hearing a lot of buzzing in his head and he's just like shooting at the ground where the portal was uh make me a willpower check as the edge of your vision grows red oh i blackjacked it i got a two out of two (laughs) uh it doesn't get any worse but the buzzing is intense and you do feel that inconsolable barbarian berserk rage well up within you once again yeah and he's just fucking firing into the ground Whatever that ground is, whatever, wherever that portal was, he's just like firing and then he stops eventually once he gets his, gets his bearings about him. Hey, danger. Yes. Um, so I just rolled an intelligence for Johnny to see, like, could he somehow use these portals to potentially look for Marshall? You think that it's a, it's a potential option for sure. Gotcha. So he connects that for the first time. Yeah. Once again, that circular red sigil, that portal opens back up. 
he disappears through it, and that symbol just keeps hitting you in the back of your head. You're just reminded of it as soon as you see the portal open and close. The rest of you are all left there for a moment. Mm-hmm. Kenny quickly dispatches the other one and grapples him up using his uh, using his large bone staff, and you have two more that are bound. Yeah, we we handcuff him. Yeah, Melody walks up. I will, uh, I will put them into a deep slumber, one that they can't awake from, until we can get more answers on these folks. We don't wanna, we we don't wanna harm these souls anymore. Is that fair? Well, I suppose I did put this one to sleep, but if you're saying he's gonna wake up and you have a way of sleeping him even more, I guess go to sleep level two. <laughs> you see that she just puts her hand on their foreheads and they're able to slumber the other one that kenny is grappling passes right out you unmistakably hear the sounds of snoring coming out of both of those masks is it weird to want to check their pockets i mean no for clues for clues for clues Uh uh-huh uh-huh. I suppose we should probably check these for clues. Maybe uh, these could have been passengers or something of the sort. As he starts looking through the pockets for potentially identification, valuable items, you know, anything of uh, use. Roll me a luck check, please. I suppose I shouldn't have been the one to have asked. Uh, ten out of one. <laughs> you start going through their pockets and you do not find anything in either of the two gentlemen's pockets. It looks as though the robes that they're wearing were put on them at some other place. It doesn't seem they have their original belongings on them. Completely naked under the robes. Well, no, they have, like, pants on and shit. There's just nothing in their pockets. (laughs) They have robes, but they also have pants. Yeah. (laughs) As Johnny's looking through their pockets, G turns around and looks at Fuji. I'm assuming he's still, like, up the stairs. That like lead to this like spot, right? Probably. Um, at this point, as, as you're looking at Fuji, uh, Sella also walks over. He looks at Fuji and he kind of like, kind of yells, cause Mr. G can't really yell cause of the fucking dumb voice. Um, <laughs> Fuji, what the fuck is going on with these portals? You came out of a portal. You know, must know something. What we can't. Fight these guys. What can we do? What do I know about portals, Danger? So, you don't know much about portals. Uh, your first interaction was being thrown through one. You're aware of the concepts of what link portals, but you don't know how to spot the difference between them, and you don't know how to track them. I'm afraid portals are outside my area of study. I only experienced them firsthand today when my father threw me through one. You say that your father threw you through a portal. Are you... Who the fuck is your father? Of this world, child? No. Hmm. I come from Utvaria. Wow, that's... That's a far distance. I can alleviate some questions for you. There are two schools of thought as far as portal magic go. There are those that are practical-minded like you, Mr. G. Those portals are direct, point to point, in and out. The other portals, the ones that these people seem to use, harness the Sea of Chaos. It's a horrible place, and 
honestly, a bit unpredictable. The fact that they have people powerful enough to throw individuals through portals planets away speaks volumes. Johnny, can you can you see anything? I know you can see things past I what do we have, can see. I do have very, very Can good you see eyes, where so. they went? I mean, I, I can certainly try. I will. His eyes do the thing where the rings switch between American patriotic colors. <laughs> and he gets a seven. Yeah. Seven out of nine. Seven out of nine. Bum, 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 so your, uh, your vision turns. And as soon as you see your vision, you see Sela's hand, uh, like, pointed up like right to where that portal was and you see like a small hole appear where that portal just was you are able to look through the portal to kind of see inside of it you see pale green grass rock in the grass very very bumpy and rocky terrain very hilly uh and then you see a thin forest in the thin forest you see a deep black pond and you see him at this deep black pond you kind of go in this vision and and when you're looking at it uh you see beasts that are kind of in the woods around him unmistakably you see in the lake a, a another gary so you unmistakably know he's somewhere still on this planet ah so what his eyes see, kind of, his eyes kind of sharpen when he uh you know sees through this like keyhole like thing uh it, i see some kind of uh forested area with a black pond uh seems to be on the same planet because i i'd be damned if i didn't see what looks exactly like gary so i would assume that they're still on this planet that one is not powerful enough to jump planets it would seem that's a reassuring fact he seemed frightened when you all confronted him he may be close still. Yeah, he's definitely not on the boat, that's for sure. For sure. But yeah, that was about all I could see with my eagle eyes. <laughs> well, we have to find this guy and take him down. At this point, all of the smoke has cleared as well, so the, the engine room just looks full. You see steam up above you, but it's not this like black miasma or anything like that. You all hear directly at the top of the staircase behind you. Uh-huh. Um, um, excuse, excuse me, sirs. You forgot your change. Oh my god. <laughs> uh, thought she was going to be like, is someone smoking down here? <laughs> There's no smoking inside. There's no smoking in the boat. <laughs> I'm sorry, I couldn't find a window. God damn it. <laughs> <laughs> uh, didn't I tip her? You did. Um, but she walks up and she goes, um, your, your ticket included the cost of food and we had more than enough to repair the floor and the table with what you ah. had left and including a, a rather gratuitous tip. <laughs> I just wanted to hand you your, your change, Mr. Law. Didn't I give her the stack of Fuji bucks? Oh, you're right. Dylan, you definitely gave her money. That was fake money. I just wrote stacks of Fuji bucks in my currency. Yeah. Are they actually called Fuji bucks? That's what I'm calling them. 
I mean, he has, he definitely has, uh, some sort of fake currency that only his family tried to use and get started in their town and it took off and went nowhere. (laughs) It's real money to me. It's real money to (laughs) y'all. She hands you back your money, Dylan, excuse me. Sorry, um, Mr. Fujiwara, um, here's your, here's your change. Thank, thank you again. I don't know what was going on down here or anything, but if you all could please make your way back up to the deck, that would be wonderful. We're, guests aren't supposed to be down in the engine room. Certainly. Uh, we just saved your, your ship. There's, oh, Mr. G. I, I was thinking, perhaps there's like a captain of this ship or something that we could talk to. Uh, there is. He's in, he's in the, uh, eagle's nest. Ha. Does he have a tummy ache? The eagle's nest, huh? Uh, I don't believe so. <laughs> no. Well, perhaps we could, we could go, uh, talk to him. By all means. I'm sure he's a busy man. However, we have information that may be useful. Hey, hello, everybody. If you're still listening at this point in the episode, I just want to say thank you for checking out the Warplords podcast this week. If you like what you heard, go ahead and spread the word. We are on Facebook, Twitter, Instagram, anywhere that you can talk to us. Reach out to us. Let us know what you're thinking of our podcast so far. And if the game interests you, you can check it out on drivethroughrpg.com. Just search for Warplords and you will find us. Stay safe out there. There, internet see you next week